one direction and wish all living beings, whether they're small or large, whether they have uh, two feet, four feet, uh, no feet, many feet, a few feet, something like that. You would wish them all. Uh, may they all receive his goodwill that he was radiating from his pure mind. And he would wish, may they all be happy, may they all be cheerful. May they be free from suffering, free from sadness, free from sickness, free from hate, free from harm. And he would do this every day. Maybe one day he would sit facing the north and spread love and kindness. Maybe another day he would sit facing the, the east, spread love and kindness. One day he would spread loving kindness up into the sky above the earth. One day he would spread loving kindness down below to all the creatures dwelling in the earth. And as he did this, loving kindness, it just became somewhat of a, a characteristic of him, like a habit. And in this forest that he was at, as he did this, so loving kindness had many benefits. There are many benefits. Uh, one of them was that he slept very easily. Uh, if he dreamed, it was very sacred dreams. And most of the times it wouldn't be dreams. Uh, he would wake up refreshed and cheerful. And if you looked at the forest around him, it had all of the fruits, all the vegetables, all ready for him, all bountiful. This forest was somewhat sacred. It was somewhat holy. All, all of the living beings loved him. The celestial beings, uh, they all loved him. Even the animals. The animals, when they were in the forest, the prey animals like the deers or the rabbits, they wouldn't get eaten by the hunter animals, like the tigers. Because when the animals came into the forest, their minds were affected by his loving kindness, the, the pure energy that he spread into the whole atmosphere. It was even said that when animals were about to pass away, they couldn't pass away inside of the forest. They had to go outside of the forest before they would die. And so that was the, the energy of the loving kindness that he had in the forest. Uh, so that is the story of Kapila. If you believe or not, that's, that's up to you. Uh, they say that it was Kapila that was the one that, that told the king that he should make the, the, the kingdom where the Buddha was raised. So the story is that he's a real person and that that really happened. So I hope that you guys, you know, if you kind of feel that loving kindness when you radiate it into the atmosphere where just those good feelings that you have, it can actually affect yourself and it can affect the world around.
Does anybody, does anyone ever feel that when they, has anyone ever spread loving kindness, first of all? Well, when we're meditating. When you're meditating and you feel it, right? Yeah. Good, good. Okay. So, uh, as we begin our meditation, uh, sort of have that idea in your, your head that loving kindness, it has real benefit and you can cultivate it in any moment. Usually we do it at the end of the meditation because our mind is still, but you can do it any time in the meditation whether it's in the beginning or in the middle. Uh, it's, it's that feeling of just a smile. When you're in this moment, you can smile. All of the time, suffering, like death, aging, all that heavy stuff, the suffering is always watching us. It's always near us. It's smiling at us. But all we can do is smile back. From Anna, I guess, spreading loving kindness, such as helping someone and receiving a smile. Nice. So all we can do is smile back. You know, whatever hardship we're going through, we can smile. We're enjoying the moment, we smile. So in our meditation, we smile. And we smile to the inner experience. We smile from inside and let that radiate through our being. So is there anyone that's new to meditation here? Or is everyone pretty okay with it? Hey, Rose. Oh, Tanya's new? Okay. All right, so I'm going to take a few seconds to figure out this um, mic situation, see if it works again. All right. Okay, so that's okay. Uh, maybe it won't work this time. All right, so for, for Tanya, um, meditation is very easy, like your friends will probably be able to tell you. Uh, it's basically the middle way to inner peace. Uh, the middle way between what? Uh, you'll hear many of the guides, your friends will talk about these two words, sati and sabai. So sati is the first word. It means awareness or consciousness. The second word is sabai. It's a Thai word. You can think of it as calm or comfortable. So the middle way between these, you can sort of think of it as a rowboat with two oars. I got this analogy from my, my good friend, Lone P. B. 
I love it a lot. So if you think of two oars, one being Sabai and one being Sateet, if you only row Sateet, where will the rowboat go? In a circle. In a circle. <laughs> and if you row with only Sabai, the same, right? Circle. Yeah. So that's why we need Sateet and Sabai to go together. And then we can row our boat down the middle way. Uh, so that's easy. That sounds easy. But for some reason, for newcomers or for anybody, it can be difficult in a way. Why? If you think of the mind, um, and so when I say mind, I'm not talking about the brain or the heart. I separate the brain and the heart with the body, the entire body. And I separate the mind, kind of like an iPad with the hardware and the iOS. So the, the mind is the software, the iOS. Okay, Tanya? So the mind, if you think of it like a glass of water, uh, Whenever we think or think something negative or distracting, it's like putting something in the water. So let's say anger, for example, red ink, greed, green ink, sadness, blue ink, or worry. It's like, like throwing dust in the water. So all of these thoughts are swirling in the water. The worst thing is though, when we start to think in a loop, it's almost as if we're holding the cup and we're shaking the water constantly, we're stirring it. So what Siddhi or awareness does, it tells us when we're panicking, when we're worrying too much. It's like, okay, Moby Tim, you're worried now. So my Siddhi, my awareness will activate and tell me to calm down. So that's why it's a practice of building awareness. The more you do this, the more you'll be able to catch yourself. And it'll almost be automatic where you don't even have, where you may feel that these negative feelings don't come up as much either. So I'm shaking the water, maybe I'm thinking too much. The Siddhik will tell me to put the water down and let all of the ink, the dust in the water settle down to the bottom. And that's where Sabai will grow. That's where the comfort, comfort and calm feeling will grow more and more. So you can sort of think of the process in three phases, slowing down, stopping, stilling, kind of like how when you're riding down a hill on a bicycle, you ever ride down a bicycle and slam on the brakes? Some people might have, and they may have not felt very good after that. Um, but as we learn, we learn that when we're going down a hill, we just have to stop pedaling. We just cruise down the hill. And when we get down to the cul-de-sac, we just ease our way, like in a circle, until we stop. And then we can take in the environment. We can take a breath. 
and enjoy the moment by stilling. So as I'm guiding the meditation, uh, you'll kind of notice that I'm guiding you into slowing down with our breath, with the rhythm, uh, with our eyes open, we're slowing down, gathering our senses, uh, wondering and observing where the mind is, building the speed. And then as we're relaxing more, I'll kind of let you guys go, observe your, your breath, let the body go. And then you'll start to feel that stop. And then I want you to tell me how you feel afterwards. All right. So we'll begin our meditation. And remember this thing. So I want you all to just observe yourself. You can keep your eyes open. You can look around if you want to. You can feel your senses a little bit. Maybe what you're hearing, what you're smelling, what you're feeling. You may feel your bottom touching the ground below or sinking down onto a nice comfortable seat or cushion. I just want you, as you're observing, to take a deep breath in. A deep and smooth breath in and out. So I want you guys to take a few moments to take three deep, long, slow, and smooth breaths using your diaphragm every breath in you feel the air flowing into your nose down on your lungs into your stomach And every breath out. Feel as if you're letting go of all worries and all stresses. And on your last breath in, I just want you to feel that air 
lifting you up into a smile. You can feel the smile radiating from inside and showing on your face just a little bit. And as you breathe out, just let go, close your eyes, and let your eyelids fall on their own, as if you were falling asleep. So you can let your breath follow the natural rhythm. Just feeling your body sink away. allowing you to freely observe the cadence of your breath. We're going to check our body just by scanning down, letting our awareness melt away any tension and any stress. So you can start from the top of your head just allowing your soft awareness to release, to let go. Feeling the relaxation flowing down your forehead. Down your eyebrows. Down your nose. Down your lips. Down your cheeks. You just feel that awareness flowing through your jaw. Release 
any stress, any tension. Feel that release flowing down your neck, down the back of your head, down your spine. Just let that awareness and relaxation flow through your shoulders. Just let your shoulders hang on their hinges, loose and free. And feel your chest relaxing your stomach, that flow just going through your, your legs into the ground below. As you feel the relaxation just flowing into the ground, feel the soft sensation of how your body just melts away into the environment. As it lets go, you can feel from the bottom vertebrae, your spine just releasing. As you let go vertebrae by vertebrae of your lower back, releasing up into your neck. And you just let your head rest ever so lightly, easily, just on the top of your neck. You just observe your body, how natural it is, sitting up straight and tall, like a tree. Yet your head is loose and free, your body flexible. 
like the leaves and the branches that rustle in the wind. And as your body is grounded, natural, and ease. You can observe the rhythm how your breath becomes lighter and lighter, flowing smoother and smoother. You begin to let go, to melt away the sensations outwards, allowing you to sense what's going on inwards. Feel the ebb and the flow of your breath. So light and so soft. It's so light and so soft flowing. In now. Into your belly. Down over your belly. For just a little bit, observe where the air disappears. Somewhere in that soft space in your belly.
does your awareness rest in that soft feeling, that open feeling, inside of your belly. Can feel the sabai expanding from the center of that soft space. In this soft space, as the mind becomes more still, closer and closer to the inner peace within. Just allow your awareness to rest in this soft sabai, like a blanket that's covering you just feel content. Feel that everything is okay.
And as you continue to rest and relax, it's normal for thoughts to come and go. You just allow them to pass by as if you were watching clouds in the sky. Just feel content, neutral with whatever comes and whatever goes. You can feel grateful for these moments that are passing by. These moments that come and go. The feeling that In this empty space, the soft feeling of Sabai You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anyone. Just simply resting in your own safe space. Thank you. 
and in this safe space, this vast open space of yours. Small candlelight grows. A flame. That radiates light. the point where you feel most at ease. And this flame is warm with your goodwill your good wishes. The warmth radiates and courses through every cell of your entire being. It radiates and expands in your open space. With the good wishes that may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be safe. May you be free from sadness, free from sickness, free from harm. And this inner light just wants you to be the best you can be. To be happiest. And all those good wishes and goodwill, loving kindness that you have for your own self. And imagine that all other beings, they all want to feel happy the same as you. So the goodwill that you have for yourself, 
the good wish is that you made you share it what you doing? with all of the beings around you. No, I was I told her I was doing something for you on lunch. She says, I'll let you go. All of your friends and all of your family. I'll call her back. Feel that warm light radiating from the point where you feel most still, most sublime. to the atmosphere all around you. Purifying your environment. Charging the air with positive energy. Just stay with the candlelight as the warmth radiates into the sky. Into the ground. And in all directions into the horizon all around. to all of the beings across the planet. May they be healthy. May they be happy. May they be safe. May they be free from illnesses, free from diseases, free from sadness and sickness, free from harm. May they all live in peace and harmony. You may take this time just to continue radiating 
your loving kindness. We're sharing it to someone specific just by imagining their faces at the center where you feel most alive. So as you continue to radiate, to feeling the atmosphere all around, charged with your positive energy. can feel that air touching your skin all around your body. And you can, can take a deep breath in, feeling all of that air flowing in. Charging all of your cells. As you breathe out, just making room, making space for the new air. can take another deep breath in and just feel the air gently bringing your awareness back inside into the center of your belly 
as you breathe out, just maintaining your awareness to the five feeling. And on your next breath in, and welcome in the new air, the new morning as you softly and gently open your eyes. Just softly and gently open your eyes as we end our meditation. Wow, thank you so okay. much, Ka. Thank you. Is that Tanya? Yes. <laughs> thank you. you said something. <laughs> this was great. Yes, it okay. was so cool. Nice and peaceful, calming. And to radiate love. Wow. All right, so I'm uh, happy that you guys had a good meditation. Um, so does anyone else want to share their experience with their friends before we kind of close up? It was good. I enjoyed it. Okay. Yeah, it was good. I had a little monkey mind in the middle there, but it started to kind of fade away, so that was good. <laughs> All right, so, so Tanya with the, the newbie, uh, do you think you can, do you think you'd like to keep meditating, Tanya? I think so, yes. It helps to keep grounded. Okay. Good. All right, so you have many friends to help you uh, along your journey. Yeah, Matt, Evelyn, no. Jeanette, Candice, Rose. All right. Hi, everyone. So before I uh, leave you guys, I uh, just wanted to wrap up with uh, just to remind you guys about a loving kindness practice. Uh, just some some tips you know since you know we're in this phase where we have to be in retreat mode like uh, we're in the the two-week private retreat you guys will probably be in a longer private retreat so you may have some time in your days and i just want to go back to the story of kabin 
or Kapila. He spent his days spreading loving kindness, uh, practicing it in all directions. And you can do this in every moment. Uh, one of my teaching monks, he taught us once that it's just about building up the habit or the mindset. So you can be walking around your house, you could be walking around outside, you could be, I spread loving kindness to this rock, may this rock be happy and healthy. You're walking around uh, to the picture. May this picture be healthy and happy. It's just building up the mindset so that when you do uh, go back to being around people, you have that mindset of, oh, may this person be healthy, may be happy. And as you continue to practice this in your own space, it'll become easier to radiate that loving kindness automatically. So I hope you guys continue that practice. And yeah, I had, I had a lot more to talk about, but time, time snuck up on me. It's already close to 11, right? Yep. So, right, so. I guess I'll end it there with uh, loving kindness and uh, yeah. if anyone else doesn't say that, I would really like to leave off that if you do have time, uh, journal, journal of your practice, especially in this time of freedom or this time of open space, you'll be able to look back at it and just learn from yourself how you grow in this silence, in this solitude. So good luck to you all on your in your solitude and your stay home. Thanks. Thank you. Great. So um, meeting you guys. It's meeting you too. Yeah, Ruth. I, I, I just want to say thank you to you. Um, yes, as um, I also saw, like um, Janet also mentioned that it was like um, excellent practice today. Yes, I, I did feel that too. Um, time passed by right, uh, quickly and it was really, um, it's a really wonderful experience. Uh, meditating um, in this session today even though it's online um, I don't think online or virtual is a problem at all like we can hear you well and we can just follow uh, through so I want to ask like is it possible if we can meditate together with you again <laughs> I mean, hopefully, uh, uh, we talk. I know it's difficult for you because of the schedule and so many um, other um, responsibility you have to do. But yep, we'll, we'll, we'll talk on the side. We don't want to give you like a lot of pressure here. Okay. Thank you. Um, thank you again. And uh, this may be your, um, is, is maybe like your uh, 
first session or just one session with us but then um i know that some of you may have to leave because it's uh, the end of the class but wanna ask you if uh, Long P, if you still have just a little bit of time, because I really want to listen to the story that you were about to to share with us, because this gonna benefit lots of people, even though they're not here during this time. But if they just jump in and you know turn on that video, I think it's it's gonna help them tremendously. But if anyone have to leave, you you can feel free to leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. I was just going to uh, wrap up with different ideas and activities that we could do uh, in order to cultivate, in order to fill the time. I think the title, like, if you could fill your confining day with moments of that were shining, I really like that. Uh, poem if I think it's a great way to kind of take advantage of different opportunities like some things may look like obstacles but we can turn them into opportunities just like uh, the darkness before the dawn uh, so I was just gonna I had some activities like loving kindness and gratitude and wisdom that maybe could fill your day with so for loving kindness, I already explained that one about practicing it with everything in every in every moment. Uh, it'd be just a fun activity, like when you're walking around the house and you feel like nothing's going on. Spread loving kindness. Spread loving kindness. Cultivate that loving kindness. Uh, kind of like a game. And also, it's. I think I like the thing that Rose was saying, wash your hands, wash your mind, uh, right? Yeah. So even when you're washing your hands or doing different activities, they said sing happy birthday for 20 minutes or not 20 minutes, 20 seconds. Uh, so you can replace that with love and kindness. Like when you're washing your hands, may... You can spread loving kindness to yourself. May I be happy, may I be healthy, may I be safe. May my brother or my sisters be healthy, happy, and safe. You can just even go along as long as you want, as much as you want. Uh, just fitting that loving kindness in wherever you can, now that you have this time. It would be very wonderful. In uh, gratitude. Gratitude, I feel, is one of the most important things that we can do in this time. For me, I feel gratitude is, is just a positive way of acknowledging that life is suffering, a positive way to accept that life is suffering. Because when we're grateful that we're alive, we're aware that we'll die one day. Death is waiting for us. Aging is waiting for us. Uh, sickness, maybe, hopefully not. Um, but those things, those sufferings that are universal, they're just a truth of life. They're waiting for us. Like, like I said earlier, 
earlier, the best thing we can do is just to smile back, smile back at the suffering. So uh, in cultivating gratitude, if people are kind of new to it, it's that feeling of thankfulness or uh, just appreciation. So let's say you breathe in, you feel grateful for that breath in because you know the value of it. If you don't breathe out, you would die. If you breathe out, but you don't breathe in, you die. <laughs> so your breath is something that's so valuable, so where you're being, something that you can be grateful for every moment. So if you feel yourself in a situation where you're sad or depressed, just come back to your breath and just know that, wow, like I am so lucky to be breathing right now. I'm so lucky that, that my body can breathe on its own, that I don't need a tube to breathe. Um, that, yeah, it's just that you have the body that you can breathe. Um, and another way uh, is to come back to your yourself and we have these things called six directions, but I'm going to simplify it a little bit. Uh, somewhat of, if you think about your spiritual teachers, they're above you. Your parents are something that are some are people that should always be in your sights. So they're in front of you, in, in front of direction. Your friends would maybe be, your friends and family would be to your sides. Your coworkers would be in another direction. And supporters would be below you, holding you up. So in, in, the, in the back, you have children and your partner. For monks, we don't have that. So <laughs> I, I kind of forget that part sometimes. So this is a great way if you can surround yourself with this, this idea that your existence is supported by so many things. You don't live in this world alone and you survive because of a network of this world, this uh, community. Your parents gave birth to you. You're alive because of that. Um, your teachers gave you knowledge and you've been able to get through life because of that. The wisdom that you've been gathering, uh, and most likely it was because you were moving you are being held up by people. I like that one quote that somebody said that if they saw any further, it was because they stand on the shoulders of giants. You just have to come back and humble yourself to your existence that you're not, even though you're alone, you're in, even now you're in solitude, but you're really not alone. Uh, you have so many things supporting you. And just many things to be grateful for. It's a great way to wake up as well. You know, we were talking about people that have the candle lit and they can share it. 
if you can develop a good morning routine that involves gratitude and loving kindness, you're going to be like somebody that wakes up and it's similar to having a furnace in your belly that you're ready to take on the world. You wake up, you take a deep breath in, and you just feel grateful for that breath. You remember the people in your lives that supported you. You remember all of the good things that you've done that have brought you to this moment, all the lessons that you've learned and how you're going to repay yourself and repay the people that supported you by making the most of the day. And with that proud feeling, it's going to fuel your loving kindness to be even more stronger. You spread your loving kindness in all directions through yourself, to all of the people that supported you, to all of the beings into the atmosphere. And then you can come back and just reflect on how you're going to approach the day, how you're going to become better. And this will help you, especially in this time period where there's so much time that you can be, that some people, when there's so much time, they lose grips on what, on their selves, on how they're supposed to grow. They become lazy. They think no one's watching. But really, your inner self, your true self is always watching you. And the true test is what you do, what you decide to do when no one's looking. So I hope that this sort of loving kindness, this gratitude will help you to push yourself to grow in this time, to use this time to light your candle be like a bonfire that all of your friends and family whenever they feel down they can light it can light up with you you can be that that source of energy for them and the third part was wisdom uh, like we said about the journal I like this one quote that Nikola Tesla said that It was something along the line, along the lines of creativity arises from solitude or something like that. So you're going to notice that in this time, there's going to be many ups and downs, the inner battle that's going to be happening uh, as you lessen your awareness of the outside or lessen your interest in the outside and begin to have more interest inside there is so there are going to be things that you don't want to confront some things that will feel good some things that won't feel good and you just have to know that it's a journey that you have to get through and there's going to be a lot of wisdom a lot of uh, ideas reflections that come up and you don't want them to disappear. So a great way to keep them is a journal. Um, you know, I have I have this personal journal. I have this personal, uh, like even, I'll show you here, like I have it here with me, this little notebook that my friend gave me. And I write down my reflections and ponderings you're going to look back and 
you're going to, sometimes you may even wonder, wow, did I really think that? Because in this time of clarity, it's going to be so wonderful for you. Um, so, yeah. I think that is what I wanted to share. If I think of anything else, I'll let I'll let Rose know, or maybe if we have time. But yeah, love and kindness, gratitude and wisdom, and I feel like you could use all of this practice to fill your day up. You can turn a day that feels confining into a stream of moments that are shining. So yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. Candace stuck around, so that's good. <laughs> so right. yeah. Thank you so much, Ka. Um, thank you so much, Longpi. This is like um, we learn a lot in just um, just less than eighty minutes. But we meditate together. We had a peaceful time, and we learn all those um, things that we can do during this time to turn that negativity, something not so good, into positivity, into um, a meaningful living. Thank you very much, Ka. So anyone like if you if you like to say anything to the teaching monk, please feel free to go to um, to do so. If not, we are going to end this session. Okay, um, Candice said uh, I need to go now, but I really enjoy meditating with all of you. Thank you. Okay, sure. And Tanya said thank you, peace and love. And okay, all right. So um, at the end, yes like to just uh, close this session with uh, your blessing huh? if you can uh, give us a blessing as uh, to wrap up and end this session that would be uh, wonderful huh? okay um let's see all right so just bring your minds back into the feeling of relaxation of sabai and i wish May all of you have perfect health. May you have pure, infinite wisdom. May you be surrounded by good things, good people that keep your minds alive and free from worries. May you be free from suffering, free from sadness, free from sickness, free from illness, free from disease, free from harm. May you be loved by all of, all of the angels and humans alike. May you gather the loving kindness, the gratitude, the wisdom when you're walking, when you're talking, when you're sitting, when you're standing, when you're sleeping. And may you always find the inner sanctuary and your inner peace at all times, any moment with ease. Thank you. Satu, thank you so much. All right, we'll um, end this meeting uh, now.